When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to another video and podcast from Fancy Football Scout. Today it's all about Sky Sports Fancy Football and there is £50,000 up for grabs for the winner. My name is Joe and joining me ahead of Game Week 25's fixtures is Luke. Luke, how are you? I'm alright Joe, I'm not too bad. Um, fairly average week for me in the end, but um, mainly with some captain fails, which I think quite a lot of people had over the, these last few days. Um outside Bruno Fernandes as usual if you went for him and uh, yeah all, all good looking forward to continuing to spend transfers when I don't actually want to which has been yes. the theme of, of my well, team since over well, we'll look at my team as well I've, I've spent a, a couple of transfers and they haven't worked out but you know I'm hoping they will down the line through some kind of weird knock-on effect but yeah fairly <laughs> I got 101 points which I thought was okay but obviously compared to others I think I think 120 would have seen a decent enough um, green Arrow, uh, if such things exist in Sky. But yeah, I'm still hovering around the 900 mark, still in the top thousands. Not really budging. Differentials are going to be needed uh, if we're going to move. I'm going to need to be a bit different with the captaincy. For example, those that captained or owned Dallas instead of Bamford would have had a quite a hefty markup there uh, over the weekend, um, over the week um, mm. for that uh, Southampton game. Um, so yeah. Um, you know there, there are gains to be made um, I'm, I'm not making them at the moment um, yeah it's tough it's, the, the overhaul has obviously forced very very template teams yeah. and as a result everyone's quite quite I hate, static I hate moment. this overhaul mm, because, because, great, of, because of what you were saying I think I, I don't know if the, whether the tech is designed enough to have like in FPL a wild card any time you want because that would mix it up a bit but everyone Everyone has moved to the same team. <laughs> mm. um, I, and I, I, I guess what I should have done is moved to a completely different team. Well, this is the thing when in a static price game and we've obviously got all the fixtures, well, not all the fixtures, yeah. but a lot of the fixtures out in front of us and so we've all got the same information, it's only going to lead one way, yeah. isn't it? Where teams are going to be very similar. And, and, and having worked with Sky in the past, mm-hmm. I know that they, they, they stuck in this second overhaul basically to... Um, Try and get players to re-engage with the game because obviously when you have a limited transfer game and a lot of people spank them early mm. doors, um, they've then got no reason to log in, have they? So yeah. you're kind of giving them a free a free chance to get back into it, I guess, and, and reconstruct your team. But all that all it really leads to is the template teams, like you yeah. say. They, they will start to differentiate, like yeah. injuries and stuff have already started to happen, so they'll break away. Um, yeah. But for now, it's extremely tough to make any moves yeah it's also i mean it's tough for you and i because we do a video (laughs) and a podcast about sky so Mm. um not to say that we are you know in a position to influence the template but some people will look at that and go well look if they're getting so and so in we should do that as well and um we're part of the problem we're part of the problem we're part of the problem so we should either lie (laughs) or do something or do something else but i can't quite bring myself to lie about my team (laughs) Uh, so you know what I say is what I do. Um, okay, let's have a look at some of those uh, Tier 2 and Man of the Match um, stars from the game week that's just passed. 
Uh, man of the match, uh, Diaz underlying his potential at City for a broad spread of points. Jesse Lingard um, at West Ham. Now, we're talking about differentials. Those have got Jesse Lingard in. Well done so far. Mm. Um, Harvey Barnes, another differential uh, at Leicester and a great option. Um, Davies at Everton. So an, an Everton option there. Um, Neto, Wolves fixtures, not yet, but they do get better towards the end of the season. So keep mm. that in mind. Uh, and Rafina, uh, who you got in for your team. Uh, passing tier two, Aspilicueta, Maguire, Dunk, uh, Rudiger, Alexander-Arnold, Dan Byrne, uh, interesting. Uh, Zinchenko, again, getting the, getting the points. Uh, White, uh, Brighton. So a lot of a lot of white, a lot of Brighton players. Mm. Um, Pascal Gross as well. I was tempted by Pascal Gross, but mm. it, but I knew it would only be really for the passing tiers because he's playing in a, in a in a slightly more withdrawn role. You know, he started his Brighton career in a quite an attacking midfield role, and you know he's kind of moved back now. Um, so, but yeah, definitely the potential there for passing tier. Hoiberg and Diaz again. Tackles here to Dallas. Underlining Dallas's potential, Castagna, Davies at Davis at Everton. Um, so I mention that again because these are players that people aren't really thinking of. Um, but nevertheless, there's Davis there with a man of the match and a tackles tier two. So something to monitor when we perhaps want Everton. Uh, Rodriguez um, at Everton too. Saves tier two. Meslier he got that twice um, in that game week. Since, uh, I've, since I ditched him, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Pickford, Martinez, Patricio. Once again, Wolves pitches get better. I've been burnt with Patricio before. I may well go back at some point. Who knows? Um, De Gea, Pickford, Martinez there, and shots tier two. Only a couple, well, two or three. But the ones that sprang out to me is Pereira. If we're looking for, uh, the West Brom one, if we're looking for a differential, and some maximum. Newcastle have a single game week, a single match day coming up. Uh, on the horizon and some maximum is a differential to consider but yeah any of those names I've, I mean I've just drawn out some of the more interesting ones but um, but any, anything spring to mind um, yeah I think I think um, the, the usual ones we've been mentioning quite a lot recently um, mm. the ones that are consistently there so Lingard has basically been ever present since he's moved in some way shape or form in some sort of award or mm. goal or assist and yeah, he just looks great. So at the moment, we're, we're there's quite a dearth of midfield options, as we know. So um, he's not to be sniffed at. He's just performing so well. Uh, Barnes obviously stands out heavily. Um, I know Leicester, he's been fantastic mm. of late. And then Leicester obviously got a good run coming up. He's just a great differential, really. He's hardly owned in the top 1K at all. Um, so, yeah, he's definitely one that mm. I'm monitoring. And, and you already mentioned Neto as well. Again, at some point, Wolves fixtures do change. And yeah. uh, we'll probably get some individual days. Obviously, we don't know about them yet, but later on. Um, and I'd, I'd like Neto for his final running because, although I generally don't like these kind of midfielders who don't get passing bonus and stuff like that very often because, obviously, they can hit two points quite regularly. Um, he just seems to be one of these guys who's always, he always finds a way, be it one assist, a man of the match, whatever. He always seems to pick up something. So yeah. I do like him. And um, I suppose Rodriguez is another name who was very popular at the start. The fact he's getting the odd tackle bonus, he can get shots on target bonus. Like he is potentially, I, I mentioned him because a lot of people are probably going to go to Calvert-Lewin because of the way the fixtures mm. have fallen. Um, but then a lot of people might not have a striker slot for yes. um, available so then Rodriguez kind of solves that and he, he has been a bit of a letdown it's definitely a punt um, especially with his injury record but um, he, he's the kind of differential we talked about on a couple of pods before where everyone's going Calvert-Lewin if you want to make some headway then 
you know, there's Rodriguez then, perhaps he can outscore him. It's not like he's incapable of it. He's obviously a very good player. Okay, let's have a look at your team. So obviously there's been some movement because you this time last week you had Grealish in your side. So you a you, bit of forward planning, all those Villa fixtures, and then Grealish promptly gets himself um, injured. Um, that, of course, came out via the wonderful, uh, I think it was Insider FPL. They uh, monitor um, the um, accounts of players and and people at teams um it actually comes out after the fpl deadline but before our deadlines in sky so it's actually mm. brilliant because you know all the physio why would all the villa physios and teammates get rid of jack Grealish? do they say yeah. that it's obvious he's going to be injured so um yeah very handy yeah i didn't i didn't actually do it on that day though mm. I, I i obviously i pretty much knew that he was going to be injured yeah. Um, and I could have made the move pre that game. Um, I even knew on the Friday. So I was thinking about just putting Rafinha straight in because Leeds were playing Wolves mm-hmm. and obviously Leeds had two games. So I thought that makes sense. But at that time, we didn't really know the extent of the injury and I still don't think we do 100%. No. So I was thinking, well, maybe it could just be a one game. And then there was even talk that he might be back for the Leeds game, which mm-hmm. he obviously wasn't. And then, um, yeah, these things can drag on. So. Yeah. I did do it eventually on, on the Tuesday. Um, I would have, obviously, if I'd have done it on the Friday, gained an extra, I think, two, maybe four points. Because Rafinha might have, let me just check that, actually. Oh, yeah, no, it was only two points. So I'm two points down, but I let, I let that go to get a little bit more information. Mm-hmm. So I'm not too bothered about yeah. that. Um, and, yeah, I, the reason I really did it was more, again, for a little bit of long-term planning. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, I'm going to want some Villa at some point. I hate holding players when you don't know when they're due to come yeah. back in the hope they're going to come back because it just yeah. ends up dragging on so often. Yeah. And in Sky, and just... you can miss so much, so many exactly. days. Exactly, yeah. 100%. And Rafinha was just, he's just been incredible. So what's really annoying for me, and I suppose a lot of people have done it, is on my overhaul, I did have many drafts where I had Rafinha instead of Bamford and used that slot as the rotatable striker slot to mm-hmm. use my transfers. Yeah. And I just... In the end, I thought, look, everyone's going to be on Bamford as captain instead. And I played a bit sheepish and thought, I'll have Bamford and I'll stick Grealish in and it's that mm. long term. Yeah. In the end, it's ended up costing me more transfers because obviously Grealish has not mm. <laughs> has got injured. I've had to make the transfer anyway. And I kind of regret that. So one, I think we had a question last week about regrets on overhaul. And my regret is really not to have, not to have decided to go with Rafinha over Bamford and then yeah. use Bamford as the rotatable striker slot. Now, it's easy to say in hindsight, but I did really consider it, and it was more the ownership of Bamford as a captain that pushed me towards keeping that side of it. Mm-hmm. Um, at the end of the day, Bamford did well and scored as well, um, and I captained him over Rafinha again because I thought he'd be the most heavily favoured mm-hmm. captain. Which only, I think there was only about a point difference in the end yeah. between him, so that wasn't a problem. Um, so, yeah... Uh, Another transfer used. Bamford is now my rotatable striker slot, though, and he will be going I probably for Calvert-Lewin. That's really, really wise because Everton have a single match day coming up soon, and obviously they've mm. got you know fixtures to be rescheduled down, yes, down the line. They've got so. some good. They've just got some good games yeah. in general, really. So, um, and, and then hopefully I'll just continue. The plan is that my team, apart from that, will stay the same, mm. and I'll use my very limited swaps to just rotate that forward slot to anyone I need for an individual that's day probably very wise yeah. advice um, for those you know with limited transfers but we've all got limited transfers in a way because it's a limited transfer game mm. um, yeah but um, yeah just for the benefit of those listening to the on the podcast um, you've got Edison in goal Stones Cancelo Diaz and Vestergaard then in the middle Gundogan Fernandez, Rafina. Uh, Kane, Salah and Bamford and as you said you're going to use that Bamford slot to sort of revolve around and uh, that could be quite lucrative I think Newcastle have a 
um, single match day. They do, you, yeah. Are you tempted by Wilson in that rotatable? Well, one? I don't know what he's in. I think we've got a question. Let's leave it for the question. Yeah, we'll leave it I think for um, later, we've got a question. Yeah. yeah, but that that is the plan. Obviously, things can change, like they already have numerous times. If there's suddenly an injury yeah. to Bruno Fernandes or mm-hmm. Gundogan or anything like that, then obviously it all goes out the window. But um, for now, the plan is to use that slot and, and just hope that the rest of the guys continue to perform season long, which they yeah. could do, but you never know, do you? Um, so let's put my team up now, a bit different. Um, so that's good that it's different. It's good that, you know, there are differences emerging. Um, it's not that different though, is it? There's only a few names. There's a basics, yeah. I've made it slightly different. <laughs> the the difference is, is what is going to be, is where it's going to be different because I'm, I've, I'm having enough of Vestergaard and there's some days when I want to captain a Southampton player and I don't feel confident at the moment with Vestergaard. I know he's close. He always looks close to scoring, looks close to getting those tiers. Mm. But I wanted to try something different. So I've ended up, I got Jorginho out um, after he was benched um, and got, so I've got Warprouse in instead. So Warprouse is now my, this is, you've got Bamford in that rotatable role. I've, it's a midfielder for me. So I've got Ward Prowse in a sort of, he could become perhaps Harvey Barnes. He could become Neto. He could become, it's that sort of role. Meanwhile, I might want to get rid of Vestergaard uh, and move Vestergaard to another midfielder, um, possibly for those other players I mentioned, um, or perhaps another defender. So I didn't want to go five at the back. So I decided to get Sanchez in instead of Edison. So I got rid of Edison for Sanchez because I'm quite stocked up on City. Um, I'm always, Every time City uh, play, I'm already up. Uh, and then, then it's the other players where I start falling down the rankings. So I sort of go up to about seven, 800 in the rankings when City play. Um, and then I slip down to about where I am at the moment, about 900 when they don't play. <laughs> That's just the way it's going at the moment. So I'm trying to even that up a bit. Um, and City's fixtures, yeah, they're still obviously great for investment. And I want to keep Stones, Cancelo and Diaz. So I've got Sanchez in goal, Vestergaard, Stones, Cancelo, Diaz. Ward Prowse is now my, my, my Southampton guy I prefer. Gundogan, Fernandez. I've got Salah, Sterling and Bamford up front. And my plan is to move Sterling to Kane after the City match. Also, uh, we get to see the lineup. So, who my captain will be? We'll come to captains in a bit. Will be whoever's playing, because <laughs> we'll find that out before. So, I'm um, Sterling may only get a few minutes in that game, but anyway, he's he's gonna. I'll, I'll give him that game, the West Ham one. Um, either he'll start or come on, and then um, the next day I'm gonna shift him to Kane because Kane looks pretty good for captaincy coming up. So mm. that is a plan I'd, I'd already sort of penciled in. And I can do that. Um, it's Villa I'm missing out on. They have a single match day coming up soon. And Everton are an issue for me down the line. Um, so I'm keeping an open mind about that. But one thing I'm looking at, I think we were speaking about it in uh, just before we came on air, is that there is in game week 20, there's, there's, a, there's an interesting Villa hop-on point, which is game week 20, where was it? 27, 26? They play Sheffield United, is that what you... That's, yeah, yeah. That's and the they one. also play home to Wolves the next week. So, yeah, there's a, there's a couple of places you could move on. Um, but that one in particular on Wednesday, the 3rd of March, we're away to Sheffield um, United. Yeah, OK, that's it, yeah. Yeah, so a lot of the teams, will, or Villa will have played on the Saturday anyway, because it's mm. obviously the double game that's week. It. And then 
some of the other teams may have already played um so obviously you could switch if you wanted to uh the mm -hmm. alternative is just obviously to um to switch at home to Wolves, which is also just a great point just to jump on is a good game you don't always need to grab the extra one i think yeah that's right so um so that's something i'm looking at there um and so i'm 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 looking so i think i have to keep brighton my sanchez one of the reason i got sanchez in is because i wanted to free up money uh, use it down the line that gives me something a bit different because a lot of people have Edison so I can use that money elsewhere there's you know it's, it's the everyone's team costs the same so I'll have a difference there somewhere else mm. I don't know where and and I might not use it as wisely as having Edison but I might do um, so I can move that money and if I'm going to go in for the Brian defence yes I'll get the odd the odd two or three points more with, with Dunk over Sanchez and as it transpired this week that was the case um, but basically, if the Brighton defence does well, Sanchez will do well and Lewis Dunk will do well. So, you know, broadly, it's not it's not sky winning stuff to go for Sanchez over Dunk or Dunk over Sanchez. That's that's just a sort of trimmings. And I think I prefer the extra money there. Yeah, I mean, unless he's hitting, you know, a John Stone's double goal or something, then yeah. it's, it's probably going to be much of a muchness there. But on that note, I actually I skipped Brighton uh, this week. Yeah, which... okay. Which um, obviously worked out fairly well. I mean, all the Brighton players got like 100 plus passes, I think. Um, could easily have won that game on another day. It was a bit of a fluke, wasn't it? That mm. two two attempts by Palace went in. So I was expecting that to be a 20-point haul and I got away with it. I think Duncan only got a four in the end. So it's worked out okay for now. But obviously they've got another, another individual day later on. They've still got some good games. But it's situations like that where, yeah, I've got lucky in that situation. But I... When I, for me, the person that would have had to come out would have been John Stones, mm. or, or to be honest, I would have started with Dunk and then not had Stones in the team because that yeah. made more sense. That's what that's what I would have done. You know, yeah. should have done. So, so at the moment, Dunk is about, I think he's about eight or nine points up on Stones, just because you would have captained him um, mm. in that day, and then obviously he got a clean sheet in his first game after overhaul as well, where he got some bonus as well. So I'm about eight points down, but then obviously I've got the transfer in hand and I feel like from now moving forward, will Stones outscore Dunk season long? I'd like to think he will, including that individual mm. match day. It's not it's not certain, obviously. Depends on how many games he's played, but it's these kind of decisions that are... It's so hard. We Sometimes we get so hooked on trying to cover every single match day and when you break it down you know, season long, if you're going to stay with those players, um, I think it becomes a little bit harder. Sure, if you've got all the swaps... Then you jump onto Dunk for three or four. You get that nice run where he has outscored Stones and the like. And then mm. you switch on to another player. That's fine. But when you've got limited transfers, I think sometimes you just have to break it down and think, well, there's got to be some days I miss and this this might be one of them. And in the end, I've got pretty lucky on it. Yeah, I mean, I... Well, I'm not... I mean, up <laughs> up two points by getting Sanchez in against Edison. Oldly, promptly down yeah, as soon as but, Edison steps on the pitch. But in your case, it gives you a lot of money. And yeah. there's still... We're still games to come, isn't yeah. there? So... You can only judge it at the end of that, really. Um, it gives me... So, I mean, looking again at... We'll, we'll look at captains in a minute for game week 25, but um, it, 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 we were talking about that, that sort of hop on to Villa uh, moment. But there's also, you know, hop... For me, uh, because I've got this double Southampton and I don't have to worry about Brighton anymore, I've got this Vestergaard-Ward-Prowse um, combination, which is not very successful at the moment. So I can remove one of them, and it'll probably be Vestergaard after they play Everton on on the first of March, mm. and and then I can move him to I can move him to a Villa player of my mm. choice. So say Grealish is back, 
I'll have some some Grealish. But if he's not back, I'm probably looking at say Conza uh, yeah. or or another defender. There, there is also a hop on place there for Leicester. Now, if I wanted to get Harvey, I do want to get Harvey Barnes in at some point. Um, and there is a nice hop on place there for Leicester. Mm-hmm. Leicester play Burnley then, um, and I've still got that Southampton coverage. I've you know utilised the the timing of it, and that's what I'm thinking there. Going Midlands, <laughs> going moving up north into the Midlands. Well, it's not, I think the Villa one's pretty not. Villa have obviously got the extra games mm. to be rescheduled. They've also playing the blank week at home to Spurs, where again now we've all got Kane sat in our teams. But the other get the other game on that day is West Ham home to Arsenal. Oh, well, I say we've all got Kane. A lot of us have got Kane. Yeah. But come but come that day, Kane could be injured, um, or something could have changed. Um, and, and suddenly we need Villa as well. So I think if you're making any transfers now, obviously looking at Villa is, is ideal just because of the volume of games and yeah. the individual days that they can cover. The only problem is that Villa seems to be in a very poor form at the moment and yes. the star player's injured. So it's yeah. kind of that catch-22 situation. It's like I'd like to have Ollie Watkins in by that time, um, probably Calvert-Lewin to, to Ollie Watkins, for example, but um, it's only penciled in because obviously so much can change in your news. Villa looked, Villa looked pretty poor, um, even when Grealish was playing in the last few games beforehand, I thought. So, mm. um, yeah, it's hard to know whether they'll come back into, I, into the form they were. And, and I, on I, that I, note, the person yeah. gone. I was I was just Martinez say, is the one consistent factor for yeah, no matter how he, bad they are, he's always good. When I, I was just going to say, whenever I read out those stats, who's, who's, who's getting the, the, the tier two, um, it's always him. <laughs> so, you, you know you're going to get something there. Um I, I, I like I think I see them more as a defence team now with Grealish out at the moment and also I've had Grealish in in, in the FPL format and I was was hope I wasn't hoping he was getting injured but I was I was hoping like there was something to remove him I thought we might get a red card or something hopefully um, mm. so that you know it wasn't you know it wasn't injured just um, it could be an excuse to get rid of him because he's been really poorly performing. I think he's I've had I've had one assist out of three or four weeks from him, which is right. not not what you want for a player like that. Um, so yeah, I'm thinking more defence for there. Um, I haven't looked into. I'm going to look into a bit more about the potential for passing and tackling, etc. Um, but but that's that's the player I'm looking at. Um, yeah, these players who when they when they do nothing, they still get something. Yeah. That is very much the key of Sky a lot of the time and Martinez is definitely one of those yeah definitely Um, so let's have a look at these um, Sky 25 fixtures for for game week 25 lots of them we've got six captaincy uh, days so moving down the list we've got Man City against West Ham West Brom against Brighton Leeds against Villa Newcastle against Wolves all taking place on the Saturday Um, as I said before we know the, the Man City lineup this day so utilize it. I'm going to captain whichever defenders playing, probably. Mm. Um, so we'll see who it is. I, I presume presume you, you'll be similar. Yeah, I mean it's a rare treat to get to see the Man City team. Um, yeah, Leeds versus Villa. You could look at Rafinha again, maybe because he's been fantastic. Villa have been poor, as we just said. Yeah, it could work, but. I feel when you get to see the, the lineup, you've got to take hold of that, and you'd expect they will get passing bonus as well. The defenders, West Ham could score, I think. I mean, they're capable. Mm. Um, for me, I don't have any of their offensive assets apart from Gundogan. So if he's in the starting lineup, maybe maybe I'll be tempted to go him. Mm. It works the other day when he, I know he came off injured, but he got a brace, didn't he? Or, or, yeah. And um, man of the match, etc. So clearly a good option still. 
Um, I'll be tem- as ever if, if Cancelo's in the lineup, I'll always be tempted. My only worry with him is he's just played ninety minutes and maybe yeah. he comes off early because that happens sometimes. And, D- so. and Diaz played as well for the ni- yeah. ninety. So Stones could be. I have Sterling, and this could be his final hurrah if he is in that squad. I've usually away from home, he scores well against West Ham. I can't recall off the top of my head um, any big hauls for Sterling at the Etihad against West Ham. But nevertheless, I think I might give it give it a go for Sterling, because yeah, he's a differential, isn't he? So if yeah. you've got him, it's probably worth. I think he was pretty poor, apparently, according to all accounts last night. But that doesn't really mean anything. Yeah. He could be he could be fine. Um, so yeah, I mean, if Diaz is in the starting lineup, Cancelo and Stones, if they're all in the lineup, um, it it'll be tough to. I couldn't tell you who I'm going to go for right now. It will probably end up being Diaz, just because yeah. Stones has been a little bit less on passes than Diaz yeah. of late. And, and of He's course, been sitting saw, even deeper. We saw the Man of the Match awards. Um, there's a there's a bigger breath. You've got a kitten on you. <laughs> yeah, he just climbed up my leg, and I tried not to wince while that was happening. <laughs> Ooch. Okay, well this this is good. <laughs> okay, I'm going my eyes off the kitten. Um, okay, let's move on. Uh, about to hop off. Oh no! Yeah, there we go. And then, on, and then on Sunday we got. Um, so I'll be. I'm going to be hopping off um, Sterling for Kane this day. So it's Crystal Palace, Fulham, Leicester against Arsenal, Tottenham against Burnley at home, and Chelsea against Manchester United. So for me, it's going to be Kane, and um, for you as well, I presume, or and elsewhere. I think Kane or Salah are the mate. Well, obviously Bruno Fernandes, but when you're away to Chelsea, you feel oh. like you can get away with that one. Um, I'm scrolling down to this. I missed out Sheffield United, Liverpool because they play much later in the evening. So yeah, um, Salah yeah. is an option. He is, isn't he? But Liverpool have been dreadful. Mm. So it's Spurs haven't been much better, and Burnley are tight. I, d- I don't know. Right now, it will be Kane. I think. I feel like just having the home game, the fact that he'll probably have a lot of shots. Burnley will hopefully sit deep. Hopefully, sort him um, suit him a little bit. Um, but it, it could easily be Salah come this day. I honestly don't know at the moment. I might just switch it around. But I think there's an argument to not have um, one of the, the two because actually uh, Spurs and Liverpool play on the same day for the next three weeks, I think. Mm-hmm. The next three games, sorry. Yeah. So I know you were saying about getting Kane in. If you actually look at it, Salah plays every every time yes. Kane plays. But mm-hmm. Kane, I think, is probably the better captain, you could argue, on all three of the occasions. So I think if you had to pick one, it would be Kane. And yeah. therefore, that's probably why I'll end up being my I'm captain. I'm going to go... Uh, even though I'm looking for differentials where I can, I'm going safe by having both. These will both be captained mm. well on those days that they're playing. Um, they both could do well. We never know. Um, moving on to the Monday, just just the one match, Everton-Southampton. So for me, I'm looking at Ward-Prowse to be slightly different and um, I do not fancy Southampton's clean sheet potential. Um so is this a day where you, you're thinking of Calvert-Lewin in for this? For, for yeah, Brentford? so originally I planned just to have Vestergaard in there in case this game uh, went ahead because it wasn't always certain it was going to stay on this day. And I thought, well, I'll be happy with that. Um, and I may I may still do that. It just depends how the rest of the days go. But I feel like now, because Everton's games have been moved around a little bit, it makes sense for Calvert-Lewin mm. because then they just have a way to West Brom yeah. as well on Thursday, which... That's a good game, isn't it? And Everton have looked a little bit better of late. Um, and then Monday the eighth, they play away to Chelsea. And then there's some game. There's a game after that um, for Man City, where you could jump, jump back to a Man City asset if you wanted to, or um, you could even swap. Uh, I think there's a, if you go the next, where is it? Sorry, yeah, the Newcastle game. So on Sunday the seventh of March, Newcastle play West Brom. So it's earlier in the game week. So what you could do is you can move to Calvert Lewin for home to Southampton, Monday the first of March. Calvert-Lewin Thursday the 4th of March away to West Brom so get those two games out of him 
then you could move him on um, because he plays away to Chelsea for a Newcastle player. So be that Wilson, if he's back, or St. Maximum. They play away to West Brom. They then have that individual day, Friday the 12th, home to Aston Villa. So that'll be a differential, I think, because a lot of people will probably be on a Villa player. So a bit of a differential there. Um, and then they've got, uh, they play in the blank day against Brighton away, who I don't have any Brighton assets yeah. whatsoever. Okay. So for me, it kind of makes sense where I'll be playing against the crowd who will be on Brighton. And if I get lucky on both those occasions, yeah. I could suddenly fly up against the masses. I could equally go down. But it's those kind of opportunities that I'm looking for. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're running out. Of, I mean, all the games are, are sort of the, are due to be rescheduled are, are done now, apart from two, I think. Mm. So moving forward, we've only got those two extra ones to go in. And then um, there probably isn't going to be too many opportunities around... You know, doubles and blanks and three for ones and four. It's, it's, there's probably not going to be many. For, for those, I mean, you've got Rafina um, as well, so Bamford can go. Um, but for those with only Bamford, I mean, is Bamford to, to Calvert Lewin, um, you know, a, something that could be done? I mean, do we need leads? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I think you could do that. I think that's fine. Um, again, you, you could argue you don't need Calvert Lewin, especially if you've got Southampton. You could even mm. look at skipping it. And, it may not score in that game. I think that's fine too. Um, Long term, I think I just like Leeds because they're so fun to have and they've got so many good assets. Like, yeah. for example, you may not want to uh, use up a, a power slot, you know, like a, a forward yeah. or even a midfielder, you could argue. Um, you could just have Dallas in there and he's mm-hmm. shown what he can do. So um, you, you could do a little bit of a switcheroo and if you haven't got Dallas already, maybe move out a Man City asset by then because they'll have played all their extra games mm-hmm. for Dallas to free up money or you can do Vestergaard to Dallas. Yeah. Uh, to cover that Leeds game because they're playing Fulham, Fulham at home. Yes, on the 19th um, of March, single match day. Yeah, so that'll be, I imagine that'll be quite a tough game because Fulham have been very tight of late. Mm. So you'd have thought maybe low scoring, Dallas playing in midfield, could get passes, tackles, could maybe get a goal because he's popped up with so yeah. many. So he's still a decent option, um, I think. I mean, it could, it could involve a brilliance. from. So Rafina could be the one there. So, you know, obviously if it's a, a 1 0 to Leeds and it's some bit of Rafina magic, then. Obviously, that's man of the match would Beckham, you would imagine. Um, mm. yeah. they've, they've got a really tough run. So after that game, they play away to Fulham, which I think you'd still want one for. Yeah. And then they're home to Sheffield United, which I think you probably want one for mm-hmm. as well. Then after that, they go on a three-game run where they play away to Man City, home yeah. to Liverpool, mm-hmm. home to Manchester United, yeah. which is a tough little three-game. Well, that's, that's when in... Um, so a lot of people play Sky and FPL. So in FPL, I'd already earmarked get rid of leads then <laughs> that's to get rid of leads time in that format and so we can bring that through with sky as well um because the fixtures are the same um that is the time to start thinking about moving off leads um, yeah but yeah as you players. said you're going to want them, you're going to want them perhaps up until then yeah yeah and we don't know how the days fall at the moment because they've not been planned for tv yet but it could work out the leads play sheffield united and then wolves play West Ham later in the game week and to me that's the kind of time where you probably want to look at moving to Neto or something like that because then they've got a much better run yeah yeah, that's what I'm thinking Um, Tuesday 2nd of March Man City against Wolves another day we get to see the City lineup. so um, yeah that's whichever City player is playing yeah Uh, indeed it's too too early to say now isn't it we've still got a game still injuries and everything but it will be a Man City player and Against Wolves, I mean, passing bonus is all but assured, it's pretty much assured in every game. But against them, um, I'll be stunned if they didn't get it. Yeah. So again, I'll probably be looking for one of the defenders. Um, so on Wednesday, the third of March, this is my possible Villa time when I get a Villa player in. Uh, Burnley against Leicester, Sheffield United against Villa, 
and then Crystal Palace against Manchester United. Um, looks like a Fernandez captaincy day, I would presume. Yes. Um, I'm not even going to go against Crystal. I think there's one manager in the top thousand who hasn't got him. <laughs> yeah. So I'm not going against that. That's there's crowds and there's crowds, <laughs> yeah. and that's too big a crowd. Um, even but yeah. regardless of that, Palace, Palace, apart from their mm. fluke result the other day, are just woeful, aren't they? So yeah. you'd expect that. Bruno Fernandes can get points in any game in that game. Yeah, he could, he could get an absolute monster. Yeah, so I'm not going off, off him there. But it is definitely a Villa day for me. That's the day where I will be... Um, yeah, let's see it. Whichever Southampton player I dislike the most at that time goes for whichever Villa player I like, <laughs> if I like any of them. Um, and then moving on to the Thursday, Fulham against Tottenham, West Brom, Everton... Liverpool, Chelsea. Um, so options, but for me, I, I look at that and I sort of think, I think that's a Kane day as well. For you, it might be a Calvert-Lewin day. Yeah, if I go there, I'm still, still not 100%, but um, it will be it'll be Kane or Calvert-Lewin. Obviously, Salah's there as well. Great home record over the seasons. Can't rule him out, but given the way Liverpool have been playing and, and how tight Chelsea have gone, it might just be enough just to have him. So, yeah, it'll probably, it'll probably be Kane, mm-hmm. um, but Calvert-Lewin will be a consideration, yep. Yeah. Okay, let's move on to some community questions uh, that we've got. So um, thanks everyone for responding. I put up a little note on Twitter today and uh, quite a few of you responded, which is great. Uh, Ronan Fitz asked a question that we were asking last week and we're going to ask again a bit more earnest this week. Too soon for KDB. Um, He could very well get a start against West Ham. Um, and, And Man City do have still have strong fixtures and lots of fixtures. So are you tempted by KDB? Uh, definitely tempted, but for now I'm still gonna I'm still gonna hold strong and just ignore him. I think um, I'm gonna wait until he <laughs> until he probably punishes me, and then yeah. I'll probably think about getting him in. I'm just gonna hope that it never comes, or that my other players can cover it, because I I just don't really have a plan. I'd have to drop one of Salah or Kane, and right now I don't really want to do that. And now it could be that Salah just continues to not mm. perform. Kane has got those fantastic days with where I'd want him as captain, so I wouldn't want to drop mm. him. Um, so if anyone, it will be Salah, and I'll just have to yeah. play that by ear, basically. So with me, um, I've got a bit of money in the bank. I can't quite do Gundogan to him if I want to do my Sterling to Kane move. Um, but apart from that, a lot of my players could be KDB if I went down that route. Not sure yet. Um, I, I, what puts me slightly off Man City attackers, and why I'm okay getting rid of Sterling, is because something Guardiola's often said at the moment with this with the amount of games they've got, they're sort of at second gear a little bit. They're just not quite quite getting there because they, they're trying to conserve their energy. So if they're getting 1-0 up, that's it. So you, so I, I feel we're going to see a lot of one 2 nils for City. And um, makes that... I mean, why... And then you're taking... You're, the, the captaincy um, temptation is there with KDB. And then you take it off someone like Diaz who gets basically 12 points for showing up and getting a clean sheet so yeah I feel like with KDB as well earlier in the season Man City was struggling yeah Bruyne was playing almost up front and he was getting absolutely milked to death basically mm, you can yeah. see him shattered you can see you know, every time you look at the Bruyne you know he's tired just by how rosy his cheeks are they? Um, and obviously eventually it's led to injuries where he's been so tired now he got benched. Obviously, he's coming back from injury, so you can't really read too much into that. But he's benched in the cha- easier Champions League game. I think moving forward, the fact that Man City are now quite comfortable and doing well okay. compared to how bad they were previously, where they almost mm. needed to have him on the pitch no matter yeah. what, 
I feel like if they're one or two nil up now and it gets to the 70th minute, I feel like Kevin De Bruyne will come off where previously he probably wouldn't yeah. have because what's the point? They're, they're going to need him for the running. He's the best player. And obviously, he's... so for me, that is also a factor where I just feel like he won't see 90 minutes for quite a long time yet, if, if at all. Um, yeah. and, and the other part is Aguero. If Aguero is back and suddenly fit and mm-hmm. looking good, which I'm, I'm not crossing my fingers on, but if that happens, suddenly that changes De Bruyne again and, maybe, and then De Bruyne maybe goes into a different position and, Maybe Gundogan isn't as good as a result or whatnot. We just there's too many unknowns for me to go to De Bruyne right now. But in the future, with my three striker slot, mm. potentially I could have enough money for for De Bruyne even as well alongside Salah and Kane. So yeah. that's that's the one I'm looking at. Yeah, something to look at for the future. Uh, Tom Sky FF. Now this is a change that he knows he should have already have done, but nevertheless he's still asking because he still might do it. Um, he says he wants to replace Grealish with Rafina, which. <laughs> You did successfully a little while ago um, yeah. to make budget for other moves. Um, yes, I know I'm a donor and I should have done it for that Southampton game. Um, but um, he also knows that Barnes will probably be a bit more popular. But do you think Rafina is still a viable, even though he's got less games in March? So should he still do it or was, or was that shit passed for him? Yeah, it's a chif- that's a very tough one because I think Rafinha is a great just hold and his mm-hmm. price is fantastic and he covers that individual day on the blank as well. But they do have less games. Like I think it's like three to one for most teams now. Nearly every other team will play like three times before he plays. So it's de- the timing is definitely wrong. And again, it's going to come down to how many transfers he's got. I would maybe look to Barnes or someone else and then yeah. see if you can squeeze Rafinha in later for someone else because you never know what will happen. Someone might get injured. Someone might come back and suddenly your plans will, it will fall into your lap where you can do it. And I feel like if you plan a little bit too long-term, it can sometimes hurt you. I'm a perfect example. Yeah. Getting Grealish in when I knew that he had bad games and probably wouldn't outscore the majority of people, he then gets injured. So I had to spend the transfer anyway. Um, so, so I would look to the immediacy because as I already mentioned earlier, later on in the season, we're not going to get a lot of games messed around with. Um, so really your opportunities are still now and yeah, um, yeah I, I would want Rafina, but maybe not yet so I'd no. go Barnes and then maybe look to get Rafinha into someone else um, Lee Williams um, asks well, who is the best Villa asset for they have, a, they have a single game day we think coming up at some point Newcastle um, yes yeah, the Newcastle uh, game um, so who's the and best they're gonna get an- yeah they're going to get another you think they're going to get, I think it's Villa versus Everton, is it? Yeah. Or something like that. Yeah. I th- I, there's another game to be rescheduled, which could come in anywhere, basically. Um, so, yeah, a Villa asset is important. We've already discussed this quite a lot. Yeah. And it's tricky to know who, especially with Grealish's injury not being... Yeah, I mean, that's essentially what Lee Williams is asking here. He's, you know, who? who? Because he's gone off Grealish. I mean, Grealish yeah. isn't even playing, but... Um... Honestly, I only I only think Ollie Watkins or Martinez, and to be honest, Ollie Watkins without Grealish is maybe a worry as well. Mm. Um, so for me, it's Martinez or, or I mean, El Ghazi could work if Grealish is out for quite a while well, because he's in on penalties as well. So I mean, I'm I'm thinking I'm thinking of a player like Conser, but do you think I should perhaps think just take a risk on a midfielder? You're just not interested in Conser yourself. Uh-huh. No, I'm not, I'm not interested because he doesn't get the passing bonus. Right. You'd have to rely on him scoring a goal basically, mm. which. All right. Because at the moment, the clean sheets aren't even really there. And obviously, if there is a clean sheet, Martinez is outscoring you anyway. Mm. He gets two extra points for the clean sheet yeah. as it is. And he probably got saves as so, well. So perhaps someone like El Ghazi or Traore even. I like Traore. I think he's a forward in this game, though, oh, right league, which is really annoying. How annoying yeah. is that? <laughs> I know, yeah. I'm pretty sure he is because I looked at that a long time okay, ago. Okay, well, I might consider check. El Ghazi then. Yeah, El Ghazi. I mean, it dep- it's all it's all tied up to this Grealish injury. If they say he's out for six weeks or something, then... Yeah. 
Daniel Garzi's definitely an option. If he's not, and it's just that we could be back, then you're just not going to want to do it because it's another transfer booked mm. in. Okay. Um, yeah, Oli Watkins or Martinez, and I don't like anyone else. And I'm sorry because I wish there was another answer. <laughs> um, Ryan asks, if Madison is injured, would a straight swap to Barnes be worth doing? So he already has Madison. Or could it make Barnes less effective if Madison is out? So I, I did I did a bit of research for this one. And and I had a look at the games where Madison either didn't play or played less than thirty minutes, so it's a cameo. Um, and they, those were in the match, these match days for uh, number three, four, five, seven, and sixteen. So match days three, four, five, seven, and sixteen for Leicester. And uh, of those, Barnes um, blanked in match day three, four, and five. He got a goal in game week. In, in match day seven, and then it got a goal in match day sixteen. What does that tell us? <laughs> that tells us absolutely nothing. <laughs> um, that does not. What? It's a small sample anyway. But even if you're looking at that for the complete five sample, if he scored a goal in every game, that does not mean he's going to score in the next games without Madison there. If he blanked in all of them, it does not mean that he's going to blank in the next ones. So basically, you've got three blanks, two goals. There's so many other variants could have come into that. Basically, Barnes is still a good option with or without Madison. That's what what I think. I agree. Barnes is a good option. Madison is a good option. Will will Leicester be a slightly less good team with one of their better players out? Probably. That mm. happens to most people. But look yeah. at Man City without De Bruyne. They've been fine. It can it can be different, can't it? Obviously, Villa lost Grealish and they look worse. It's, they're, un, they're unknowns. But in his own right, Barnes at least has those shots that he often falls back on if he doesn't get goals. And at the moment, he's getting goals for fun. So one, I wouldn't overthink it. I would just get him in, I think. One knock-on effect is it could raise the profile of Pereira and Castagna. Mm. in our thoughts without that creativity of Madison then the onus could be on who is creative on the flanks and it would be perhaps those two because in previous times where we've seen Madison out um, Castagna and Justin did really well I mean at the beginning of the season Castagna was was in a lot of teams Justin mm. was great was been in a lot of teams um, so those two players benefited from Madison being out just because their creativity is needed more um, so they're, they're yeah. options yeah I think Leicester just got great players across mm. the pitch yeah. and um, I think Madison was injured in the first few weeks of the season I think Leicester yeah. weren't particularly terrible as a they result were good. I think they were and as I said yeah. they, they, those, those fullbacks were great um, Phantom Mantle asks for, for a bit of forward planning are there any, uh, up, any are there any upcoming single game day traps or any single game day opportunities um, I never thought I'd like the look of Newcastle. However, however, they play on a Sunday before <laughs> two singles. Um, so, yeah. Um, yeah, and it's exactly what I mentioned before. Mm. On Sunday the 7th, they play away to West Brom and then they play on the single day home to Villa. Mm. And then they play away to Brighton on the Saturday on the only yeah. day. So, we've been here before. Villa, uh, Newcastle had a very similar situation earlier in the mm. season where they had like almost a three for one in the captaincy day and everyone got, well, not everyone, a lot of people got Wilson in and he got injured in the first mm. game within about 19 minutes. Yeah. In the end, he came back for the third game and I think he got a goal or a man of the match or brace mm. or something and it ended up being like a decent option. Yeah. So the worst thing you could have done was bring him in and then actually take him out because mm. it would have cost you two transfers. You should have just left him in if you did that. Um <sighs> You could look at it either way. I think if you've got the transfers, and I've said mm. 
a lot, a lot, a lot of times now that there won't be too many more of these three for one opportunities, then I would probably chance that because those three games are great, and two of them he can be captain from when no one yeah. else can be. So let's let's say they get two points in every single game. Uh, that's ten points straight away, and he failed in all three. So ten points for a transfer. I think in the past people have said if you can get ten points or above for a transfer, generally you've done okay. So for me, yeah, literally four as captain, four as captain, and a two is ten points, and that is the the bare minimum you'd hope for for that. So I I kind of like that. I guess I don't if, like that it's Newcastle, but I kind of like if that. If Wilson's still out though, um, that's the issue, isn't it? So maximum is is a player I mentioned. But um, it would be short term. <laughs> yeah, I, I think for me it would be Wilson or probably Noah. I may be tempted to set maximum mm. if I was loaded on transfers. I won't be doing that. But yeah. if Wilson is out, um, yeah, set maximum for a punt and there's no one else I really like. I mean, there's Almeria and there's other people that can do okay. You could look at a defender. Maybe they get clean sheets mm. in that. But I wouldn't bank on the Newcastle clean sheet at all, I don't think so. Um, um, yeah, it, it, it may turn into a trap, and therefore, if Wilson's not there, I would probably avoid. Uh, Pat Devi asks, "Is Kane worth getting in?" Um, yes, yes, <laughs> <laughs> he's good and he's captainable multiple yeah. days. Um, well, I, I'll, I'll rephrase that. If he's got Salah, he doesn't mm, need to go no. Kane because they're on the same day, and Salah could easily outscore Kane on all three days. It's not like he's mm-hmm. not been known to outscore nearly every player in the game in his past history. So. Uh, no, you do not need him. However, I believe that I would very strongly suggest to get him because most people will have him and as captain and mm-hmm. I think he'll do well above all that. So yeah. that's the important thing. Uh, for reasons unknown, us, uh, he says, I don't have Salah or Mane. Who to bring in as cover for the Wolves v Liverpool mm-hmm. um, day? Um, so there are um, advantages of having a Liverpool player, clearly, with the fixtures. Mm. Doesn't have any at the moment. So, I mean, is, it, is Salah or Mane or is it... Is it worth getting another in? Again, he could avoid if he wanted to. Mm. You, don't, you don't have to cover it the way Liverpool are playing. Especially if you've got Kane. Uh, yeah, I mean, think of every Wolves game. It's nearly always nil-nil by half-time. Mm. Probably get part. I mean, the defenders are obviously ravaged at the moment. But if there's any game where you'd expect they'll get passing bonus and have a chance for a clean sheet, it might be that game. So you mm. could look at Kabak. I think yeah. he could do okay in that game. Okay. Robertson, Trent, they're fine as well. But... The obvious answer is get Salah because everyone will have him. He can get two penalties in the game mm-hmm. and he'll be captained by, I don't know, something like 60% of the top 1K, if not more. So the sensible play is, is just to get Salah. Yeah. Um, so that's the end of our questions. But thanks thanks a lot, all those that, that asked um, there. You've certainly given me food for thought for my team and reflecting on some of the, the errors that I've made <laughs> and will continue to make. Um, one of which at the moment will be ignoring Martinez for Villa. Um, but you never know. I might correct that at some point. Um, but uh, yeah, with Grealish out, that's that's tricky. And we do have um, Everton players to think about, and there's Leeds as well, um, who are still you know still trucking along, still being a good side to have. Um, uh, for those who uh, want to get a bit more information about passing, tackling stats, those types of things, we've got those in the members area. Do have a look at that. Um, uh, that's uh, all, all powered by Opta there but in the meantime Luke thanks so much for joining me and good luck with your game week in Sky same to you mate and see you on the next one